0: Hello, you're with episode 6 of the Tektur podcast, and my name is Ivana. I'm part of the marketing team here at TechTour, And in this episode, I'm going to speak to Maxim Podhotnik from Atwan 3D. I hope you enjoyed. Oh, hello everyone. I'm Ivana from TechTour, and I'm here with Maxim Podhotnik from Atwan 3D, and he's going to tell us more about his startup. Can you introduce yourself and tell us more about your current position and company?
1: Hi, Vena, nice meeting you. Thank you for the invitation uh, to this podcast. Uh, my name is Maxim Plakutnuk. I'm a CEO and a founder of Atlant uh, 3D Nano Systems at the full name. We uh, we also use it as Atlant 3D just to, to simplify. Uh, we I started the, the company f- Four like almost four years ago, uh, in Copenhagen, in Denmark, and uh, we now are in a growth space, uh, and uh, looking looking further for the future opportunities.
0: Nice to hear that. Uh, and we have one regular question that we ask, and it is: What keeps you up at night?
1: Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I like what we do. I mean, the technology and the mission that we place, and that's actually motivated me so strongly that actually keeps me uh, waking up uh, or stay working late. Um, of course it's sometimes not healthy, but, uh, you know, the opportunities that, uh, appearing in front of uh, the company and the team are just, uh, uh, incredibly interesting and, uh, the way how the things are going also are incredibly interesting. So, um, you know, it's a combination of many factors that's uh, kind of giving this uh, very positive flow to to make a, a unique company that can potentially change the future. So I think all of these elements are bringing to the, the game.
0: That's good. And can you tell me more about your product and what you're doing?
1: Uh, Yes, uh, we're developing a unique technology. That's a platform technology that uh, allows uh, advanced manufacturing of electronics. And based on this technology, we're developing services uh, for the industry and we're developing equipment. and. Later on, uh, we will be also helping developing uh, applications. We're already working on some of them, but uh, I mean, in the near future, developing separate or independent applications that can go into different different, uh, industries.
0: Great. And how did you start doing this?
1: Yeah, I was a postdoc uh, in university and um, and uh during my also phd i've been working in the clean room and i was thinking like why it is the processing of uh, uh with this semiconductor equipment uh, to make just sensor solar cell is so complicated you need like to go through 10 20 machines uh, waiting for a few months until you get some uh, prototype to test and uh, i was annoyed so much also staying overnight uh, to complete some processes and uh, really didn't like that kind of process so I was thinking why there is no kind of a 3D printer or the the direct processing uh, tool that uh, uh, that can enable direct writing direct to printing processing of uh, nanomaterials and the way you can make your own uh, micro nano devices just in one step and also like automatic like on a on a regular printer so uh, there was no solution and uh I start looking for uh, possible uh, solutions, ideas, how to implement this and uh, on attending different conferences. And then I found the technology that could uh, enable all this uh, invention and made some sketches, went to the conference in Barcelona and uh, met my first co-founder, Ivan Kundrata. Who came up to me after the my presentation and said, "Look, Maxim, I know how to make the first prototype uh, of this machine." And then we started to work with him. Then we found a second co-founder, Professor Judith Bachmann from uh, Erlangen, Germany, and uh, he said, "I can give you the facility where you can make a prototype. I can support you with the." And expertise with knowledge how to test and make it to work. So we team up like uh, three scientists uh, to which never met before. I was in Copenhagen. Ivan uh, was from Bratislava in Slovakia, and Julian was in Germany in Erlangi. So we remotely worked. Each of us had a, a, a corresponding uh, task, and we 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 start developing the first prototype and the system to work on this. And they, as you could see, we, we succeeded.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned that now you're in your growth space. How is this going? What are the challenges that you're facing at the moment?
1: Um, you know, uh, startup, it's always like uh, up and down. Uh, it's like roller coaster. Here you just enjoy like going up and you think like, yeah, okay, finally it's... Uh, it's uh, it's going up and then like a, a big uh, you know rail going down and and, and you feel uh, excited or frightened with a lot and, and a lot of adrenaline comes. It's almost the same. So when my kids bringing me to uh, like Tivoli, the amazement park here in Copenhagen, I usually don't go for roller coaster. Like <laughs> yeah, feel fine. life roller coaster.
0: <laughs> yeah, a well, permanent one yeah <laughs> and uh, can you share a story of a client using your product that's how it influenced them or something that was interesting in the in the line of work that you do
1: yeah so mostly we're now providing services to use our technology and equipment for developing different sensors and uh, coatings uh, like for display applications uh since the technology and equipment is very expensive, so we uh, we were waiting to secure investment. We just now uh, uh, closed the investment round, so we're moving into industrial equipment development, and then uh, uh, in uh, one, two years, we would be able to sell the equipment as a product. Now, mostly we provide services uh, to the companies and, and academia as well, where we uh, help them develop their desired applications um, we uh, uh, we already sold one machine and we sold this machine uh, to our first customer and it was uh, NASA. So they wanted to have this machine to test for micro and zero gravity. And uh, so not surprisingly, but uh, we knew that this is possible that this technology can work even at micro and zero gravity. And that it was very interesting to collaborate and see that this actually. Can uh, can lead to development of such machines. So, so we've made one machine for NASA. We already sold and delivered it. We're waiting for the microgravity test and and, and see actually confirmation on that. And um, that actually that was quite interesting collaboration. If if you want to talk about that, I'm, I'm happy
0: to yeah, it's uh, it sounds really interesting for to have as one of your first bands the NASA. So I'm hope to hear more about it.
1: Yeah, so it was uh, it was also like the very interesting story how we uh, picked up them. Uh, so basically, I wrote a little message to one of the scientists that was relevant to to what we do. He replied quite fast and said, "Yeah, it's very interesting." So over summer we established the project, and in September two years ago we started it, uh, and then within less than a year we made the machine and deliver it. So the, we were like, okay, that's kind of what, what's going to be next. <laughs> so uh, the idea was that we can go for for the uh, 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 test flight uh, with our machine at zero microgravity. And then kind of like, when you're flying in the plane and test it. So we waiting for this. And, and after this uh, project, we, we also went to SFD uh, and then uh, told them, look, here is NASA interested. Or, Would you be interested in that? We settled now and running a project with NASA on, on developing the next generation machine uh, that we plan also to bring to ISS. And um, this, we, we are looking forward. What can happen out of this? So it's turning into some quite fascinating project. Uh, of course, uh, like... Uh, uh, it's, it's not the primary market focus plus it's uh, just a very good validation of the use case and uh, the capability of our company to deliver, deliver highly complex technical solutions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, basically all this, uh, projects are funded by the, either NASA or ESA. So we, we get in like just additional uh, and. Uh, excitement to to work in, in the team in the company uh, our focus commercial focus is on uh, electronics and semiconductor industry and that's where we ex- see the the big future for uh, the company but we also include space so you can imagine by enabling the micro zero gravity processing of uh, nanomaterials we can potentially enable advanced manufacturing in space. So, of electronics, like imagine flying factory around the earth or on moon or Mars, and that's, our technology can be the basis for that.
0: This is super exciting or sounds like uh, something from a novel, the future. (laughs) Can you tell me what was the tipping point that made you a doer and impacted your vision and made you to want to be an entrepreneur and start changing and solving problems?
1: Um, I, I think it comes from my childhood. Uh, I, I just didn't uh, uh, acknowledge that for some time. Um, so I think until 30th uh, of my uh, of, of my age, I was looking at what I want to do. And I was experimenting with a lot of things, so science and uh, I, I opened a few companies before back in Ukraine where I'm originally from. Um they were in not in scientific area. You know, when I, I spotted that these type of small ventures, uh, like small business, it's kind of you learn a lot, you you see how the things can develop, but it becomes boring. Uh, because you understand things very fast and then what's next you cannot scale it you cannot make it the business independent it's always dependent on you so you always need to be in in the in the loop um, so uh, i chose uh, to become a scientist and then when i got the phd and was a postdoc that also in some way became boring for me because like okay it's all about writing articles and being always fighting for some grants and being uh, in a competition for the better scientists and what's the future of that? Like, in the if you look on the scientific world now, uh, it's very often uh, just improving something, not inventing something new and big. That's also boring for me. So I I thought, okay, if we, uh, by having a disruptive idea, you know, in our modern uh, world that you cannot keep it in academia for too long because it becomes a uh, kind of also boring, you need to bring it in a much faster development pace. And the only way to do this is through the startup or founding the company when you can show the commercial potential of such idea and attract investors and the things developing much faster and with much more progress. So that was I think unique combination then I had a a, a entrepreneurial experience and a a scientific experience of making this together. And I would say it's working so far and I hope it will continue working further on. Uh, I'm still talking like a scientist placing some hesitation in the statements. But when you're entrepreneur, uh, you need to believe that this will happen. And I do believe in that, that this will change and will make uh, the world better and mm. change industries.
0: Sounds like you were looking for a low a roller coaster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, another question is uh, how is the current situation impacting your business? Yeah, how are you responding to all of the different changes in the world at the moment? Um, um, yeah, I, I,
1: the last uh, half a year uh, were difficult for us because uh, we had, uh, I have, uh, I had family in Ukraine, and uh, we had few people uh, also from Ukraine in the team, and uh, some of them uh, had the families like in Mariupol, in uh, the war area. Like my family was not in war area, but. Uh, even them, uh, the one with small kids, uh, I relocated to Denmark, and those who had the parents in uh, in Mariupol, they are still there in occupied area. So there was a, a huge amount of stress. So like we almost fall out from from work for two or three months until we kind of would uh, recover. So it was not easy, uh, but uh, we get in back on track. Now things, uh, you know, as you could see, uh, stabilized, and uh, I hope uh, will be better for Ukraine and for people in Ukraine, uh, Quite, I hope soon. And uh, we took uh, the mission to support Ukraine in different ways. So basically, the first days of the war, we hired uh, uh, two people from Ukraine. They, they joined the, the team as a full-time uh, employees. And uh, we are very happy about that. Later on, we hired uh, one more person uh, to to the team. Uh, and uh, we now think into place as a uh, as a social responsibility for the company to support people uh, 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 in such situation, not only from Ukraine, so we we hired recently the student, that former refugee from Syria, and uh, I think it uh, should be a common ethical uh, policy for many companies uh, nowadays mm-hmm. supporting people from such uh, areas uh, when when uh, we give them the chance to uh, to find a new life because it's not always easy to, to get to a new place and find a job.
0: It's very impressive what you're doing and how you're trying to help because I think a lot of people need help at the moment. So it's... It's amazing that you're doing it, and it's normal that it took some time to adapt to the situation and to to be able to respond. And I hope that more more and more companies and people help.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah, let's uh,
1: let's hope for the best, and uh, that this will resolve. And I think uh, many of us are doing. a lot of uh, work supporting uh, people uh, uh, in Ukraine and all around Europe, and uh, I, from uh, my Ukrainian soul, I just want to thank everyone who feel uh, that they helping and they 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 keep helping. Uh, it's uh, highly appreciated not only by me but many Ukrainian people.
0: For for sure, and there are a lot of people helping, which is oh, is impressive. When amount of energies. Targeted towards something nice and shopping people. Wow. Yeah, and there is one last question that uh, we have. It's Actually, there are two. One is, what is your company's biggest achievement up to date? And then I'll ask the other one. <laughs>
1: That's a difficult question, I would say. <laughs> because there is a... Uh three, four years. uh, Well, very excited. Every time there was something happening, uh, big and new. And uh, um, so like, I probably would summarize like a line of uh, things that happened with us. I wouldn't, I don't know how had to focus, I would say like this year, I think that we now close in a quite large uh, investment round that uh, not typical for this type of companies in early phase. I consider this as a big achievement that we can push the development of the company to the next level. Um, last year that we uh, settled new big customers, which I cannot talk about. And, uh, we now are negotiating even larger contracts uh, with them and, um, that we got also like Sony as investor, um, in the, in the company and NASA as a customer. So uh, all of these things in combination, and and uh, and also, of course, I think uh, setting the team that uh, and unique t- team culture that uh, you know the side charge, high pressure, we are managing to deliver and uh, keep uh, working. Uh, so it's it's I would say all of this is uh, quite important uh, in general. Yeah. Thanks. And
0: the last question is. Uh... How has have you benefited from our from Tech Tours events, activities, and what do you think is the best asset of, of those?
1: I think uh, Tech Tours it's uh, first of all stamp of uh, quality. You know, the selection process for many startups uh, is quite uh, tough, and if you pass through this, and if you're in finalist or a, a winner in certain category, then it's, uh, you know, it's immediately like uh, a, a very good stamp of quality. Uh, and uh, this gives a uh, much more credibility. Second, it's a network and exposure to, uh, to investors and to other startups with whom you can collaborate. And uh, I would say just the fact that you're focusing on deep tech uh, startups in uh, different areas, this is uh, very important because if you look on the general startup uh, marketplace, that's uh, uh, most of them are not focusing on deep tech. And this is uh, an unfortunate um, in my opinion, because if you see what uh, create the highest growth for many countries, developed countries, that's actually the deep tech companies where you can create uh, advanced solutions and they, they uh, uh, they can develop the new markets on new areas on new technologies and Unfortunately, I think it's underrated in some some way and the, by bringing this program, it allows to bring attention and awareness about um, such uh, the companies to be created and, uh, and developed.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, thank you. And is there something else you'd like to say that I didn't ask you and you'd like to share?
1: I would love to say, but uh, we are going to make some announcements soon. uh, But I I cannot yet say. (laughs) I just want to say, those who would listen to this podcast, uh, please follow Atlant uh, on LinkedIn, Twitter, or other social media. Subscribe to our newsletter on the website. We are going to make several big announcements soon. Uh, One of them, of course... Related to hiring, we are going to expand our team two, three times. Uh, we're looking for uh, skilled, uh, experienced engineers and scientists uh, uh, that uh, can create their own teams, lead uh, the development of unique technology. So we would be looking for uh, mechanical automation, electronics, uh, hardware design, chemistry, inorganic chemistry, particularly material scientists, micro, nanofabrication, uh, everything related to nanotechnology and uh, semiconductor equipment, aerospace engineers, and of course, uh, manage- managers of so people who can lead the teams that they uh, they want to create the new technology and bring it to, to the market with us. And the uh, the most important uh, that they want to change the things they exist today. So we we are on a mission to revolutionize electronics atom by atom, so one atom at a time. And if you want to join and be with us, please uh, reach out to us. We are happy to 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 talk with you and find how we can collaborate. I think that would be the, my last words. And uh, thank you for Ivana for this opportunity. And hope this was interesting
0: yeah, thank you very much. It was a joy to speak to you.